Hello there, you're listening to the Warrior's Way podcast. I'm James Eek, and this is episode 136. Today we're going to talk about creativity and why that's so important for our training. Listen to those birds. <laughs> for our training and for our life, for that matter. It will really kind of turbocharge your results that you're hoping to get when you learn to use your creativity. And let's face it, us human beings, we are definitely creative beings. You know, I think if you look at our history, it is one of making amazing things, first with our minds and then with our bodies. I'm crossing that street that everyone tries to kill me on. And I literally just had to dodge a truck. Things that I do for this podcast. Um, Anyhow, when you think about your creativity, I will put it this way. When everything else fails you, you know, like maybe you're not feeling well or maybe, you know, you're worn out or maybe, you know, the things that have been working for you to get yourself motivated aren't doing it for you anymore. Creativity is the thing that will change all of that. When, if we look at, you know, say our martial arts, when we think of creativity in terms of our training, it might seem like it's counterintuitive, you know, like, Many of us have trained in systems that, you know, you do what your teacher says that you do and he's or she is teaching what they were told to do and everybody just follows around like a bunch of puppets doing, you know, whatever the hand makes them do. Um, That's actually the opposite of what you should be doing. What you want to do or what you can do is take those same things that, you know, have been handed down from, you know, generation to generation and add your own little bit to it. The cool thing about the time we live in now is that in most martial arts schools now, you know, if you want to, you know, add your own little piece, I don't think most people are going to frown on it. Um, when I was a young guy, of course, that was totally verboten. It was, you know, very much the, well, you do exactly what everyone has always done before. And, you know, I think it was my teacher, Dan Inosanto and Bruce Lee, that really kind of started to change things for everybody and telling you, you know, in no, no uncertain terms that what you need to do is find what works best for you. And that's going to change all the time, you know. I, I'd say every 7 to 10 years, your body is going to be very different. It's going to go through changes. It's going to, you know, get older and wiser, hopefully. And part of that growth means 
understanding that the, the training that you're doing today is for that future person. And also it has to be training in a way that makes sense. You know, don't, I mean, it's hard, hard to say, like, don't do something just because someone says that this is what you should do. But you need to ask yourself those kind of so what questions, like I say to my students, you know, and I totally encourage the people that train with me to think for themselves, you know, and, you know, ask themselves questions, search for answers, do some research, read a book. <laughs> Imagine that, reading books. Um, but that's what you've got to do. If you look at it from a different perspective, um, just because someone tells you that something's the way that you need to do something, which is what we're all inundated with constantly, you know, you go on YouTube and you get all these ads from people telling you that this is how you should work out and this is how you should diet and this is how you should whatever. And just because that person tells you that that's what, you know, is the thing doesn't mean that it is. You know, just because everybody and their dog does whatever, you know, CrossFit or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu or, you know, if everybody on planet Earth decided tomorrow that they could only drive red cars, <laughs> does that mean that you have to do it? I personally, if everybody started driving a red car, I'd be the guy driving around in a, I don't know, brown car. <laughs> Or it might, in my case, it would probably just be, you know, a white car that looks brown because I don't have time to wash it. <laughs> um, but what you have to do is think for yourself. What we want in this world are a bunch of people that know how to think and know how to have an open mind for sure and look for new ways of doing things, but have a bit of a, I don't even like to use the word sometimes, but a discriminating mind. Not that you're a discriminating person, but a discriminating mind in that you're actually doing some questioning of, you know, is this right? You know, and that should go in everything in your life. You know, it should be your view on, you know, you're reading a news story and ask yourself, is this actually true? And do some research. Find out if it's true. And go to actual news sources. Don't uh, get your news from, you know, those places. And for that matter, just because I'm telling you something, don't believe that either. Don't believe anything. Believe yourself when you've found things out through thorough investigation. Now... Creativity also means that you want to use that amazing human creative thing, that, you know, imagination. That means, among other things, coming with, up with new ways to do things, innovative ways to do things. You know, don't always do, you know, for instance, maybe type of thing that you like to do is you know you like to do kickboxing so you only ever kick a heavy bag well maybe sometimes try kicking from the ground if you've never done that before maybe try a different system 
that kicks differently. Maybe you like CrossFit. So maybe instead try a spin class or whatever. That's part of the creative process in that you're trying things differently. Now, using our imagination also means that we have this ability to visualize. And visualization is such a cool tool that gets so underutilized. That means that you're missing out on so many things. You know, if you're doing patterns just because, you know, this is the way that it should be without that visualization aspect in there, you're not actually learning what you, you could be learning. If we think about, you know, different methods of, of training, so say like in meditation, for example, there's some schools of thought that are like you sit on that spot and just focus on your breathing. And that's okay. I mean, that's perfectly a reasonable thing to do. And for some people, you're going to get massive benefits from it. In Tibetan Buddhism, for example, though, what they do is they use sometimes very intricate and very imaginative visualizations where you are, you know, really putting yourself 100% into whatever that visualization is. Maybe you are, you know, visualizing yourself as a being that is emanating loving kindness and compassion to the universe. And you feel it 100%. So that in a way, you become that thing. And the powerful thing about visualization is when our minds do it, our minds believe it. And the more that you do that, the more it works. So, I mean, take a few minutes sometime and watch an NBA game. And you'll see that when, you know, someone gets to take a shot, they will sit there with, or stand there, hopefully they're not sitting, although that would be interesting too. (laughs) They'll stand there with their eyes closed, thinking about that ball leaving their hands, flying through the air, and going through the hoop. And almost every time when you watch one of these really great uh, garbage truck going by, when you watch one of these really great NBA stars taking a shot like that, almost every time you see this amazing, amazing basket happen. And the same thing blows me away when you watch a football game or a soccer game and you see these guys taking these superhero kind of shots on the goal and sometimes, like, they don't even look at what they're shooting because inside they've already done it. And they probably visualize that shot and that angle of the ball leaving their foot so many times that when they do it physically, it can't not go in that upper corner or wherever else they're shooting. So when we do things in this way, it kind of changes the focus of our our training in a completely different way so that 
it's no longer solely just a physical thing. It's not just something that we're making this, you know, robot body go through. It's something that is encompassing every aspect of us. And that's when crazy, awesome things can happen. The opposite of that is, you know, you just do what you do and you slog through it and you maybe you enjoy it, maybe you don't. And then you find something else that you kind of like to do for right now and you slog through it and you do the work and maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But that doesn't lead to long-term success. That's just going to lead to you doing something until you find the next flavor, until you find the next thing that, you know, can occupy that time. When you learn to use your imagination and your creativity and your visualization process, nothing is the same after that. You can take something as simple as, you know, sitting and breathing, and it takes a whole different tact. You start to experience things a whole lot differently. If you think about something as simple as, and I think I've talked about this before, when I wash my hands, I think about sending loving kindness to the universe when I wash my hands. Or I think that, you know, I'm washing away the suffering in the world. And I try to do this so that I'm building in myself this more compassionate and more engaged aspect to me so that my day-to-day isn't you know the same robot things all the time and just doing things the way that we've always done it and when we do things that way in little bits and pieces it changes everything so what I would encourage you to do is to experiment with this. Use that imagination. Instead of doing things the same old way in terms of your training, try to add in some visualization. Close your eyes, picture things differently. Picture a different you. Picture yourself as, you know, if we're talking about meditation picture yourself as this enlightened being that is helping all others and that's what you're doing at that moment when you're doing your martial arts visualize that there are you know opponents doing things to you and how this technique that you're practicing reflects that When you are doing anything, try to add in that spark of creativity. Find new ways to do things. Find a new way of thinking about things. And that's how we grow in this life. Not by being the same person that you've always been. Grow through this superpower that us humans have, which is our imagination. And I think that when you start doing that, you're going to find that everything changes and a whole new world opens up to you. It's certainly better than, you know, being just a cardboard cutout person like we can 
tend to be sometimes where we just mindlessly do things when we let our memories our thoughts just kind of take off and do their own thing instead let's turbocharge our training and turbocharge our lives and make ourselves into something far better as a result and i think that is where we will end this week's podcast i hope you're enjoying it if you are please check out the website it's warriorsway.ca got some cool things on there you can even sign up and do some online classes with me give the podcast a five-star review if you could because that would be awesome of you and i'll give you a gold star for it and tell your friends about it and if you want track me down on the usual things and send me an idea of what you'd like to hear me talk about that'd be great too okay so until next time train hard have fun and be a good friend Take care.